Two friends in a movie. 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 With Madison Sixteen. With Sister and Matt. With Madison Sixteen. With Sister and Matt. Legit acted that out like anybody, but you seeing me is so dumb. <laughs> or should I, should I say, welcome, welcome, everybody? <laughs> Swear to me. Oh wait, sorry, that's different, Batman. <laughs> um, hi everyone. This is two friends in a movie where Matt and I sit down and just do talk about the shit that we love, which is essentially movies. Although, movies. although I've been loving a lot of shows, a lot that more than movies recently. Yeah, there's so many good series. Out there. <laughs> Might have to do a spin-off podcast, <laughs> friends, and a, and, a, and a series. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do if we were if we were consistent on this, and we did this every week like we're supposed to. I would say, or every two weeks like we're supposed to. I would we say one every like switch back and forth. Right, but because we just don't know when we're gonna record. Fuck it, we yeah. just <laughs> we'll, we can't we can't even get this one. We're gonna do another one. Come on, go fuck yourself. It'll never happen. Never. <laughs> anyway, not until we start getting paid for it. Will happen. Right. Uh, well, and no one's ever gonna pay us for this. Never. Uh, but I, we are glad that you listen. If you do, even if you don't pay, because we love you. Andy Savage. Yeah, we, we do it for free yeah. because we love you. That's right. Andy Savage. <laughs> so, as you can tell by the title of this podcast, we're going to talk about the only movie that matters right now, The Batman. The Batman. There's been other Batman. There's been Batman. There has there's, there's been a lot, of, especially in the last like five years. There's been like 25 Batman. But there's been Batman in 1966, right? In in the forties, was it called the Batman or Batman? Now I'm curious. Nobody cares about the forties. Listen, except for like except for people who are around then, like you. <laughs> I was thinking around in the forties, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I, <laughs> I look like you were. <laughs> slam. So the podcast slam. So here, the forties, the forties serials were called the Batman. It's fuck. Okay. It's fucking horrible. It's racist. It's shitty. It's well, everything from the forties is racist. Well, that's true. So these are the only two the Batman that have existed, right? Because Batman sixty six, I think, is just called Batman. Eighty nine is called Batman, and after that, they all have like a like some bullshit, uh, like you know, the Dark Knight Returns, yeah, uh, Batman and Robin. The Darker Knight Returns. The darkest of all nights. <laughs> Batman v Superman. All of that shit. In any case. The Justice League. Yeah, well, that's not a Batman movie. That's a... But isn't he in it? Well, isn't he in Batman? It's Batman's in it, right? Yes. <laughs> so, there you go. It's a Batman movie then. Fine. Fine. Um, So, this movie though. This movie. And let's... First of all, before, before we get into the movies. Yes. Let me say this. I miss 
post, like right after post pandemic era, my fucking movie theater was packed of people. The person who sat next to me showed up 10 minutes late and then had to like take off her coats and put down all her shit and then took video of the movie, then was texting friends, looking at her phone like every 15 minutes, talking loudly about what's going on in the movie. I miss an empty movie theater. Yeah, man. I have to tell you, I was, uh, I had, I, I, I didn't go to work yesterday. I had a day off because I had something to do. And then I went like at 2 p.m. No, I went like at 3 p.m. to watch the Batman. And there were like 10 people in the movie theater. But that's exactly what you want, right? You want like That's what I was hoping for. 10 people. I saw Jackass a few weeks ago and there was like six people in the theater and it was beautiful. This was a packed movie theater. Ugh. Every seat was pretty much taken, and I was annoyed as fuck. Yeah, you can't go backwards. You... Like if pandemic never would have happened, I never would have knew this was a thing, <laughs> so I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> but now I know it's possible. I'm fucking furious. You want to feel more furious? You want to feel more furious? Try renting. Try renting a movie theater for yourself and your friends. Like all of you, put your money together in a movie theater and watch a movie, and then talk to yourself and be, tell yourself. Why haven't I been doing this forever? Like, why haven't forever. I put the same 20 bucks that I pay for this movie just between, like, all of my friends and we can all respect the movie the same way? And if somebody makes a joke, at least we know each other. So it's, it's understandable why that person would make a joke, you know? But no, I'll be, yeah. nobody will be texting. I, none of that shit. I'll go even a step forward, though. I'll still be watching at my house. <laughs> all right? No. We're past movie theaters. I got a nice couch. Yeah. I got everything you could drink. Yeah. I can door dash whatever you want. <laughs> I can put down the lights and I can watch it in my couch. You can pause it, go take a shit, can, smoke yeah. some pot, come back. Like the <laughs> pandemic changed me, man. <laughs> I feel like how much is doable right on my own couch. I got it. And why would I want to change that? I will say this. I'm 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 gonna say a couple of things that that about what you're saying and that connects to this movie. I've been collecting Batman comic books since I was 12 years old. Oh, 13 years old. Sorry, not 12. And I haven't stopped collecting them. I don't read them anymore. It's more of like a force of habit because then I'm going to be like, one day I'm going to be like, hey, I want to get back into reading Batman and I'm going to be missing like 100 issues and I'm going to be mad at myself. So I still collect it. But the point that I'm making is that I fucking love Batman. And so since you... Hold on, hold on. Fuck it. All right. Hold on, hold on. And, All right. And I love movies. As you well know, that's why we have this podcast. And even I, myself, would was telling myself in the movie of the, of the movie, I was like, I would have loved this at home. I don't think... <laughs> I have a See? I have a 70-inch television in my living room. Right? And I, don't need, right? I don't need a movie theater. Like, on a special occasion... Maybe once in a blue moon, you, you rent out a movie theater for your friends. Mm-hmm. But on the reg, man, nah. there's nothing better than home. Nah, nothing man, better. it doesn't compare. And, you know, my uh, my girlfriend gave me, uh, for my birthday, Stephanie gave me um, a Spider-Man movie viewing, right? And I went, and it was fantastic. Because it was a movie that I wanted to see. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to see it now while I was in the movies because it's not going to go anywhere else. But even still, I was like... Man, if I can just wait, the the six months it's gonna take for this to come to the, whatever plus, whatever it is plus Sony plus. 
yeah, whatever plus. I'll buy it. I, I'm all in for buying streaming services now. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. I don't care which one it is. I got it. I'll watch it. I'm very happy. Yes. Streaming. And, I, I, and I'll even fucking... I go in all out. Like, I pay for the non-ad version. Yeah. Because, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. The whole nine yards. Like, my kids could have less stuff, so I don't have to watch ads. <laughs> so, anyways, let's talk about The Batman. I am inc- right, well, incredibly curious about how you feel about The Batman. Let's start with the fact that it's a lot of fucking movie. It's yeah, a lot of movie. Three hours. <laughs> you know, it's, it's you... Are the Batman expert? Uh huh. Do Do you want to give a quick summary of the movie, or do you think we even need to? Well, here here's the best way to put this movie without ruining anything. Spoilers. Yes, it is Batman in his second year as the Batman. He's still trying to figure it. Out. He's still trying to figure it out. Um, it is a Riddler that has an agenda against very specific people through Gotham, and. Um, he's just murdering people that have some connection to something that he's trying to figure out. And um, in the middle of of all of this, there is a lot of the characters that were mostly introduced, like in um, uh, Batman The Long Halloween, so it's the Falcones and like all the Italian mobsters and the Penguin, who was fantastic for me. And basically, it's straight up, this is more akin... I would say, generally speaking, it's more of a seven-flavor comic book movie than it is a happy-go-lucky Iron Man-flavor kind of movie. I think it has more flavor towards seven as a movie than it does with Iron Man or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's not... It's not... It's a... Uh, it's dark. <laughs> it, it's... it's kind of dark like it's still rated pg-13 so i'm not going crazy here and saying right. like it's this evil dark no 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 no, batman. no 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 like it's still family friendly batman right it's not avengers family friendly i get that but it's still you know it's not jason goes to hell like it's we're no. not going that far no no, no 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 but do you think that for a kid that's let's say 10 the impact, maybe not 10, because 10 might be a place where the impact will be different. But like a six-year-old kid will watch this movie. Don't you think he get a little freaked out and, and a little bit like, eh? Maybe, because some of the characters, like the Riddle's costume or you know, a little bit, you know, but I don't know. I Maybe. Okay, well, let me hear your thoughts on the movie. <laughs> well... It's a it's your classic Batman movie. So if you've ever seen a Batman movie before, you kind of know what this movie is going to be about. So we can't really spoil it too much for you because you kind of already have an idea. The movie is too long. Let's we'll just start there. This movie does not need to be three hours. No, no. Uh, it just it it just it drags. Mm. I, I think it spins on a lot of points a lot of times. Yeah, I, I felt that for a movie where you know where it's going to end up. Because it's the Batman, it's, right? It's the Batman. You know how it's going to end. Right. To get three hours to get there, it seemed a little... Excessive. 
yeah, excessive is a good word for it. It's just, you, you didn't need it. Is that the, the old, the, the, you know, the fault of it? Maybe, maybe not. Like, I guess I, we'll go back to my backstory since you told me how much you love Batman. Mm-hmm. If you ever listened to this podcast before, you know I'm not as big as a superhero person as Sixto. Right. I didn't read the comic books. <clears throat> this nonsense to me kind of feels a little nonsensical. Uh, but it was this big picture. I was like, oh, maybe they did it better. Let's go check it out. And at the end, eh, I don't really think they did it better. Um, the Riddler was like, okay, how can we combine the Riddler with Bane and make 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 a a new guy? That's what it kind of felt like. Like it was Bane with glasses on. I feel like I feel like this is why I was evoking Seven before. Because I think that Paul Dano, maybe that's not the direction that the movie was going, but I feel that Paul Dano watched Seven like 17 times in a row and tried to be as creepy as, uh, what's his name? Um, John Doe. But what's his name in real life? From Seven? Yeah. Uh, the killer? Spade. Yeah, yeah. They, they be, yeah, yes, you do. The guy that raped all the young men. I know who you're talking about, but I, I don't. I don't remember his name. Come on, man. I don't know. Look it up. Anyways, uh, I think that uh, Patrick Swayze is that his name? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. That's right. Yeah. So, um, I think that Paul Dano wanted to be as creepy as Kevin Spacey in Seven. I think that's what he was shooting for. I think that's what he wanted to be. I think that's what he hoped he could accomplish. But the problem is, he just fucking didn't. He didn't, and I don't think they gave, and this is going to sound ironic, I guess, I don't think they gave him enough time. Right, because I think that the the point of this movie, and to get into full movie now, is that it's it's a detective story, right? More so than anything else. It's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily a superhero story as much as a Batman as a detective. He's getting. He's getting all the clues from all the situations. He's trying to figure it out. He didn't fucking save anybody, so you know whatever. But <laughs> he did a shit job of being a detective. But yo, and if I'm an NYPD person or GCPD in this case, yeah. GC, but you know who they're talking about. Yes. Like they portray this police force. They're the biggest idiots <laughs> you've ever seen. Like, how? No wonder there's rampant crime. There's, there's like 30 of them, right? In the one scene where there's 30 of them and they capture the Batman. And they wait for him to wake up before they even think about taking his mask off. But they're like, take your mask off. Like, there's 30 around you. And no one thinks of it. Bro, if you got a bomb, a bomb exploded in your face, you got taken by, by stretcher to a police station where you got locked up. Nobody obviously checked you because you're not in a hospital. You're not a police yeah. station. Nobody checked you an MRI. Nobody did anything to make sure your brain wasn't bleeding inside. They just took you to a police station. And you woke up there. Even if you woke up the moment you got into the police station, it's been at least a fucking hour. Nobody in an hour were like, you know, he's there. <laughs> yeah, we all want to know. <laughs> he's right there. <laughs> He's unconscious. <laughs> uh, but well, let's rewind. 
like my wife brought up this point in the beginning. My wife kind of liked it, but she did in the beginning when they're the subway scene uh-huh. when they're beating up that Asian guy outside the subway station, uh-huh. and the and the Batman shows up, and they just did this spiel right before that about when the Batman signal goes up, everyone knows what that means, and everyone's afraid. He comes out of the subway, and all the thugs are like, who are you? Like, how does he not know who the Batman is? It's not like it's just some red, like, he's dressed as a bat. Like, he stands out. You know who the fuck he is. And even the guy they were beating up, he was like, don't hurt me. Like, you don't know who the Batman is either? So, look, so hold on, hold on. Granted, this is Batman year two. He's only been around for a year, right? He works in small numbers. I, but I, I'm going to give you the point. Granted that Batman, ba- the Batman has only been around for a year. He doesn't show up everywhere, but some people have heard of him. If you're a gang, if one person in your gang heard of the Batman, everybody in your gang heard of the fucking Batman. If you're a gang, you know who the Batman is. <laughs> Like that guy doing the graffiti knew who the Batman was. And all those criminals they showed before that, they all knew. But this fucking gang doesn't know who the Batman is. Like, no clue. They're like, who's this guy? Like, not even a rumor. Like, oh, this is the guy you were talking about. No. Nothing. They have no idea who this guy in a bat outfit is walking up to the platform. It was just as it was just to make the statement so he can say, I'm vengeance. It, it, that's all that scene was made for. And they could have gone and gotten away with that if they would have mocked him. Like, they were like, oh, you're the Batman? I'm supposed to, why am I supposed to be afraid of you? And then he would yeah, have like, beat the shit out of the guy and say, because like, I'm oh, you're vengeance. a lot shorter than I thought you were. Something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> then he fucks up the, that one guy where he broke all yeah. of his face and then he could have said, laughing now, whatever. Like, he doesn't have to say, I'm vengeance. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. And, and you know, he has this this suit, right? The Batman. Uh-huh. And it's it's bulletproof. Uh-huh. And first, no one ever thinks about shooting him in the face. Right. Like, they all just shoot him in the chest. Although I have to say, he does cover his face a lot when people are shooting at him. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give it to you because there's no point in arguing that. Because he did, and I was—that's the same point I was making. Like, wait a second. <laughs> Why doesn't he share this amazing technology <laughs> with any of the policemen? <laughs> that's like crime would be instantly demolished in Gotham if no one could hurt a cop. Like they would just go, "Sorry, keep shooting. Your bullets are useless. You're under arrest." Even with a Batman logo in the corner, like, hey, yeah, you know what? he could fucking license this shit, make money off it, sell it to the army, get a government contract. No, no, he's got the, no one even asks for it. So, like, if I, I was fighting next to the Batman, he had all this shit, and I'm in the unit, I'm like, Batman, come on, help a brother out. Gordon. Give me a helmet, give me a, give me something. something. Gordon should have been the first guy to be like, you know, I notice you get shot a lot, and nothing yeah. happens. Nothing ever happens to you. Want to share some of that? <laughs> you know who gets shot at a lot? Me. <laughs> you know what happens to me when I get shot? I end up in the hospital if I'm lucky. Yeah. <coughs> you see all these dead cops? All these dead cops are here because you're too fucking selfish to share your technology. There is a point in which 
uh, Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz, who, by the way, I think was one of the best parts of this movie, even though she wasn't there too long. But Zoe Kravitz tells him he's talking to the Batman. And they're talking about, like, things that they're figuring out. And, you know, are you going to help me put these people down? And then he says something, and then she goes, you know, you must have grown up rich. And that's a point specifically to that. Like, you're that motherfucker that never had to struggle through anything, and you think you deserve everything. But what about the rest of us? You know, in that line, it's exactly that. The idea that the Batman has amazing technology, an amazing Batmobile that survived a fucking explosion, a fucking bulletproof T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Batman is incredibly selfish, incredibly self-centered, because no one else could do any of their problems. He's like, no, no, you can't do your problem because that affects me. <laughs> and he's fucking incredibly gullible. Like, near, like, the middle, he goes and sees Falcone, and Falcone tells him the story, and he instantly believes it. And then he goes over to Alfred, Alfred who's who's just been blown up, <laughs> and the guy raised him since he's little. He doesn't go, oh, Alfred, are you okay? No, instantly. You lied. You lied to me. Yeah, you, like, you son of a bitch. I don't give a shit that you almost just died <laughs> checking my mail. <laughs> But no, I'm, you just woke up from this coma after being blown up, and the first thing I'm going to say is, you lied to me. And then Alfred tells him a completely different story, and he instantly believes that. <laughs> so by the way, by the way, not only did Alfred, not only did Alfred almost die by, by opening his mail, for a guy that's, whose whole history and story is about guilt of his parents getting killed and him swearing to the dead parents, this will never happen to anyone else. If Alfred, who is his father, like you're saying, got hurt by his smell, wouldn't he take, not smell, but his smell, wouldn't he take all of that into his heart and be like, Alfred, I can't believe you almost died because of me. Not, you lie to me, you piece no, of you shit, you, like, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, that could even be like the third thing you said. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm so happy to see you're awake. Are you okay? And he'd be like, yo, all right. Now, tell me this fucking story, because the criminal who I'm trying to get told me a completely different story, and I instantly believed him, because why would the criminal... Lie to me. Lie to me. Come on. He's got nothing to gain by lying to the Batman. Or to Bruce Wayne, because he literally lied to Bruce Wayne, not the Batman. But, I here... I'll give you what I really, really liked about this movie. Because, it, it, listen, it's a lot of fucking movie. And you can really take it apart like a series. You can literally go episode by episode and be like, hour one, this is what happened. You can break it down, right? But I can tell you what I like in general about the movie. I like right. I like that it was a detective story through and through. Because a lot of the Batman has never been that. A lot of the Batman has always been like he's a superhero and he flies with the with Superman. And he has a lot of gadgets, but really, Here's that's. Where, let me jump in before you go to your next point. Uh huh. I like that to a point. The only thing I didn't like about that was he instantly got every riddle. Like there was no struggle. Like he didn't have to like figure it out. And like even when Alfred's like. I'm doing all this stuff to figure out the cipher. He's like, no, you idiots. Just take out all the letters and we'll see what it is. Like, Batman had zero struggle. But he, If we're going to have a three-hour movie, I would have liked 
them to have to like try to figure it out a little bit more than instantly knowing every right. riddle. So, because what happens is, see what they they try to do in this movie, which I also liked, was show that Bruce Wayne is a really smart guy, but he doesn't have everything that he needs to be a proper Batman, right? In his brain, like he's very mm-hmm. fucking smart, very, very, even beyond like smart. He's like super duper smart, but he's still like you said, he's gullible. He still doesn't really put it together all too quickly because he doesn't have the instinct to put it together. However, you are right. In the in the process of showing me that he's so smart, they skip over the problem of being like, if he's so fucking smart, why didn't he figure it out already? Because <laughs> he seems to be fucking too smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if, if and if that's true, Edward Nigma, who I suppose is smarter than him, but crazy, is a fucking mega genius then, right? <laughs> yeah. Like something's gotta give. You're not this gullible and dumb, and also the smartest man. Right. Gotham, like it doesn't. Like, it doesn't match. Right. It doesn't yeah. match. But I, I, I think that that only makes sense. Uh, again, the seclusion of the character. He's very enclosed. He's very. He's. He doesn't even have a Bruce Wayne persona, right? Like he's just always the Batman. Like he doesn't even have that Bruce Wayne that you've seen in other movies that goes around being a bumbling yeah. idiot. He, yeah, there's he, no parties, there's no girlfriend, he's just there's Batman. no like fundraiser. By the way, by the way, if you meet that guy and you talk to him for ten minutes, as he is, and you're Commissioner Gordon, and you don't find out that that's the Batman because he doesn't have that other persona to push away the ideals of it, right? Because that's what yeah. Bruce Wayne does. Is Bruce Wayne is he's an idiot playboy that has all this money you wasted away. Yeah. So you will never believe that that's Batman. You don't suspect him, right? Yeah. But this guy, if you meet him and you're a cop and you're the only cop in the city that he trusts, shouldn't you be like, hey, wait a second. Bruce Wayne, come here. Let me talk to you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Say this real quick. I am vengeance. You say it once. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as far as a Batman story and it being a movie, I liked it a lot because it's more akin to the comic, Batman comic books that I like best. I like Batman comic books like uh, The Shadow of the Bat, which is like not necessarily about so much the Batman, but it's more about the criminals and the Batman just shows up like in the middle of the issue and solves the crime. You know, I like that they had like for my comic book geek part, I like that he had a diary because that's very much like a Batman year one kind of thing where he has a diary where he's trying to figure it out himself. And I also like that just because he was the smartest guy, he couldn't put it all together quick enough because he's missing pieces of a detective work to do that properly. But like you said, you can't be that smart and that dumb both at the same time. Yeah. At least, at least show me that you're like, all right, let me see. No, 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 no. Like even if we just went like, you know, Falcon told me this story. This part makes a lot of sense. Can you explain what he's talking? Like, he didn't have any skepticism. Like, it was just, he told him the story. He asked no questions. And he was like, that's what happened. That's what happened. That has to you be, son of a bitch. I wish that bomb would yeah. have taken you. <laughs> so, it's... That and, like you said earlier, what the I thought the Penguin... Which I had no idea was Colin Farrell afterwards. Yeah, dude. Like that was uh, so. No good. idea. Yeah. Uh I I think he's the best character, and I don't think they used him as the best character. No, no. I I really like Catwoman. 
I think that woman had a lot of interesting perspective to her, and she had a lot of potential as a character to be interesting. And I think they used it used her the best as a character, right? See, I wish they showed her be a little more vulnerable. Like she beat the crap out of every single person every single time. I, to me, she's she's not a, she's a regular person. She's fighting twenty guys. I would like to see somebody little, punch her. <laughs> yeah, like get knocked down or a bunch of people hit her in the back and she has to fight back or the Batman. Like it just seemed a little too unbelievable that she was able to beat up every single person every single time. Yeah, until until it was necessary for the Batman to take an adrenaline shot to help her. Yeah. You know? But I, I also feel, look, I, my argument has always been about smaller people taking on bigger guys. Bruce Lee was a really tiny guy. But you and I couldn't take Bruce Lee. No, I, I don't think, like, she should have lost any of these people. I just think it shouldn't have been... So easy for I, her to... Yeah, I beat up every single person every single time. <laughs> like, there was no struggle. Like, she didn't even get hurt. Like, I could see if, like, they had bruises on her face. Like, right, her, right, Like, right. something. Like, she was perfectly fine every single every time. Every single time. But I also feel like that's part of, of... And I'm not trying to defend it, but I can, I can, I can appreciate that everybody looks at her and they see a small skinny woman and they feel like I can just, you know, I'm not going to try so hard because she's a small skinny woman. But the moment she kicks the first guy in the throat, the second guy has to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, like this bitch can fight. I better, come, I better come up with all my stuff. So, I mean, I did not like the Catwoman. I just wish they showed her a little more vulnerable. Yeah, I also feel like like the, the bigger problem that this movie has now to talk about the negatives which we already kind of dabbed on a little bit. The biggest problem that this movie have, other than being a lot of fucking movie, like this is a movie that when it comes on HBO Max, I'm going to watch it like one hour at a time and just be like, all right, time to go take a nap and come back and watch the rest. I, w- I could watch it all the way through, of course, but and I probably will many times. But anyways. I probably I probably will never watch it again. Um, the, the bigger problem that I think he has is a problem that he run Batman movies run into a lot. And is that the Batman has the best rogues gallery. People, Some people say Spider-Man. Some people say Batman. I think the Batman has the best rogues gallery. The Joker, the Riddler, Mr. Freeze, Catwoman, the Penguin. All of these characters are iconic, right? Mm-hmm. And it's problematic when you put so many of them in one movie. Because now you have to make a three-hour movie just to explain why all of them are in this movie. So I feel like had they gotten rid of Falcone and Catwoman and left those for part two and made Mm -hmm. the Penguin the biggest chase because then the Penguin could be the guy that they think is the, the, the... the snitch or even bring an, like a cop that's in it the whole time or the DA, whatever it is. Some, another character that you can bring in so often to be like, you got to catch this guy, blah, 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 blah. And then that guy is the snitch. That would be so much better because then so, you have so much more time to m- take the story apart instead of bringing story upon story upon story. Yeah, I agree with that. And even if they just did like a cameo, like Catwoman, we showed up for one fight and then you don't see her again for the rest of the movie. You're like, Oh shit, that's Catwoman. Right. I know what to expect. Like a little foreshadowing. Like, right, right, right. Like instead of just shoving it down your throat. Yeah. I just I feel like like look, you have Penguin, you have Falcone, you have 
uh, uh, Riddler. Riddler. You have Catwoman. You have Batman. You have Commissioner Gordon. And then you have a mystery, which is very heavy and very intense. And you have to try to figure out the clues as the Batman is figuring out the clues. And that shit just becomes way too much for one story to be told. If this was a miniseries, great. Because you could have made it six episodes and then make that really fucking stretch, right? So that you can be like, ooh, what happens next? And every time yeah. you find a clue, it will be like, what the fuck does that mean? Let's check all the other episodes before and make sure we match the clues or whatever. But in a three-hour fucking movie, it just becomes overwhelming. It comes up, and no one gets what? enough screen time. No. You can't, you can never, de- like, they didn't develop the Riddler enough, they didn't develop Pat Penguin enough, they didn't develop Falcone enough, they didn't develop, uh, do Catwoman enough. No. Even they didn't do Batman enough. Like, you know Batman, so I guess you don't really need it. But you kind of jump into, like, it's almost like Star Wars. Like, you jump into Chapter 3. Right. And you don't really know how they got there. Like, you have an idea, but you don't really know how they got there. Right. But fuck it. That's where we're starting. And figure it out. By the way, I mean, I appreciate it not seeing the parents getting killed and all that. But, you know, Batman begins to make a comparison to a, a movie that's beginning a franchise, right? Batman Begins did the job of telling you the story of the parents again, which is like, come on, man, I've seen this. But the better job that he did was showing you how every step happened for him to actually become Batman. Mm-hmm. This movie, I like that this movie was year two for the reason that I don't think I need to see all that much. But then you need to show me the emotional connection to the Batman Give me more of him emotionally that says, this is why I do this. This is why I'm vengeance. But ultimately what happens is like we're saying, there's too many fucking things happening, yeah. too many fucking it, characters, and nobody gets any sauce. It becomes just about that. It just comes to that because you don't, you don't know anybody's story. You don't know. I don't know Gordon. I, w- know, I wish I knew Gordon. You, you don't know Gordon. You don't know Alfred. You don't know any of them. Any you of don't them. know any of these people. Why is there an old lady in that house? Yeah, what's the fucking name? No one even knows what that bitch's name is. <laughs> She's a character from the old comic books, but more importantly than that, how the fuck does she not know that he's Batman? And how how come, like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, there's shit all over the house. Does she not clean? <laughs> like, his mail is all over the house, and all the ciphers, all the shit's all over the place. Where is she? <laughs> How the fuck is she around? I mean, look, look, uh, speaking honestly, it makes sense that for a gigantic house, even though that's not what we saw, but for a gigantic house, it makes sense that Alfred, we have, like every rich person really does, a team of people that will come and clean and do shit like that, that live within the house, right? A chef, Mm -hmm. a cleaning, a cleaning crew, because it's a lot of house. One person can't clean 20 rooms by themselves, but... If you're going to have this one lady and Alfred cleaning the whole place, Alfred can spend 100% of his time deciphering shit because if I'm that lady, I'm going to be like, hey, fucker, are you ever going to sweep the floor? <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Batman's never home. So how fucking dirty is this place that we get? <laughs> oh, boy. I just, I, I wish I knew her fucking story, but she's just fucking there and you just feel like... She's just- but everyone's just fucking there. Yeah. Everyone, you just have to know why these people are there. Right. Uh, and granted, most of you, most of the time you do, but it's a new franchise. You would like to see, even if like a flashback form or a story that someone told, like 
that goes back a little bit. Like, remember when we did this? And that kind of leads up to what's happening now. Like, something to c- connect the past to the present. Like, I feel like that was missing. There was no... You jumped into the middle of the story. Like, you opened the book halfway through, and you ju- you started, you know, right there. Uh, for a story for, to be three hours and to have so little context, you're like, what the, what the fuck did I watch for three hours? I'm like, I don't know any of these characters, but I sat here for three hours. What the fuck just happened? I don't know, man. I, I, I Look, I, I, I can say this. This would have been a perfect second movie. Um, I like it a lot because it's a flavor of Batman that we never seen on screen. I like it a lot also because it's the flavor of Batman that I like. I don't, I mean, and I get away with liking it a lot more because like I said, I've been reading Batman since I was 13 years old. So I know all of these things. So for me, it's another issue of Batman. It's just put on the screen, right? I think, I think you said it best before. This should have been a series. Yeah. You put this on HBO Max, you give it eight episodes. I think it's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they took, they tried to take us like, it's weird to say they condensed it, even though it's three hours, but they they took season one of the Batman mm-hmm. and condensed it into one three-hour episode. Right, and took out episodes that, that you kind of need to be yeah. like, who the fuck is this lady just walking so around? Having the eight hours. <laughs> Of, of story, right? Three hours, right? Story. Right, and then and then you lose the episode where Alfred tells everybody that that's the girl that he fucks every Friday night. Like, and then you break it up a bit. <laughs> I think if you broke this up a bit, it might not have seemed so long and dragged on. Like, if the episode was a fucking hour, you're like, all right, now I have to wait next week to see the next one. You're like, you could breathe and digest what just happened. Right, right. I don't know, man. I, I, I am. It's unfortunate because I feel this will be the flavor of Batman that I will be preferring live action. But yes, like we're saying, I think this will be a perfect live action TV show to have. I don't, I mean, take Patterson out, take all of the big names out of it and just, I mean, maybe not because now TV series is on yeah. HBO Max. They make the same they all money. Have big, everyone has big, big stars in their series. Right, right. So that you could have definitely had maybe not that exact cast, but a, a very legit cast to fucking made a nine hour show. And we would have had such a much better story. And why do they take this super villain, the Riddler, and lock him up and put him next to the Joker? <laughs> because at the end of Batman Begins, there was a Joker card. So you need to... make any... Like, oh, take this super villain and put him next to the other super villain. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> because as you've said, everybody in Gotham must be stupid. Yeah, the whole police force is a bunch of morons. <laughs> but everybody else is stupid. Arkham Asylum is filled with stupid people. Because because all the bad guys go into Arkham Asylum and they get treated for their medic, right? For Because they're all crazy. Yeah. And by the way, let me re- be the first one to raise my hand and say, shouldn't Batman be in fucking bar- dark <laughs> Arkham Asylum, the guy that dresses like a fucking bad and beats motherfuckers almost to death? Shouldn't that guy be in the fucking Arkham Asylum? <laughs> it should be. And call me a moron. <laughs> okay. But why the fuck does he dress as a bad? <laughs> so, like, could he have just lose the cape and the stupid ears on his helmet and be the same guy without dressing like a 12-year-old going trick-or-treating. 
And look, the the mentality behind him being the Batman is that through his life, the only thing that ever gave him fear was not his patterns getting shot in the face. No, that didn't fear. That didn't give him fear. What gave him fear? He's like, ah, I'm that. <laughs> what gave him fear is bats. So he figured he would transfer that fear and overtake it and pass it on to other people. So, so in the 1930s, in the 1940s, the 1950s, that makes sense. Like if you, when you've never seen enough television and Marvel movies to realize, to have a, somewhere in the back of your brain that shit can be fantastic, then a giant fucking bat man that's jumping at you when you're committing crimes might seem like, what the fuck? Is that the devil himself that came to get my soul? So I get that. Yeah. But not in 2022. Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like they modernized everyone but him. Like, the mm-hmm. Catwoman looked like a modern person. Mm-hmm. The Joker, the Riddler, like, everybody had these modern outfits on. Even, like, the Penguins, like... I'm not this stupid guy in a stupid suit. I'm like, I'm a gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you, like, you could modernize Batman. I know people think that might be like, oh my God, you can never change the way Batman Sacrilegious, yeah. But, but I, he can still be the Batman and look like a person. He doesn't have to dress as a fucking, like, we don't have to be that literal where he's going to look like a fucking bat. And by the way, it, the only thing that kept bumping with me about him, his whole suit and specifically because of the Dark Knight movies, and specifically because the the uh, Snyder movies did this too, is that if you have that cape and you're not fucking jumping down with it and looking like you're flying, don't have a fucking cape. Yeah, if there's not a point to the cape, <laughs> you shouldn't have a cape. Just fuck your cape. Fuck all and, of the cape. I, yeah, no one should have a cape. In 2022, we're past capes. <laughs> I mean, Superman... Retire... Retire the ca- all superheroes. All of them. Retire the capes. Retire capes. Capes are only good on Lando Carician because he's a pimp, and <laughs> and on Snoop Dogg. Other than that, I don't want to see a cape on yeah. anybody. Retire, retire the capes. <laughs> retire the capes and take the fucking ears off the helmets. <laughs> Because he just looks stupid. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I am a purist about... He can't just have a regular helmet. He's got to have those stupid 40 ears. I mean, then he wouldn't be a bad man. He would be just a man. He's just... Vengeance. Why can't he just be vengeance? Because it's another character. <laughs> Why can't he just be a vigilante who saves the day? Like, and you're right. This is what happens with this movie. I mean, that's why he's called Batman because, and that's people look for. It's iconic. I get it, but I think it's time for a modern version of Batman. I think that the other problem is, like you said, because you don't explain things, it kind of gets lost in the sauce, right? Like he should, there should have been a scene where he explains, or he says, because there's voiceover all over this fucking movie. Yeah, he should have said, "I." feared bats more than anything in this world until my parents died and once they died i thought bats will always come to get me and i turned that into what makes people fear me the most and then show that scene when somebody thinks the devil is coming like you see horns in the middle of the night coming at you and you don't realize there's a man dressed like a fucking trick-or-treater you're probably thinking it's the devil I'm, yeah. I'm paying my due. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to shit my pants. I'm going to start praying now. God, please forgive me. Until he starts breaking your fucking teeth. And you realize it's just a guy with a metal suit. <laughs> and 
the last thing I know, and this is nitpicking, but it's such a theme in society today. Batman's all over the place doing all these things. Not one person takes out a phone and be like, oh shit, I gotta take a picture of this. It's the Batman. Like, <laughs> people take pictures of every fucking thing that happens. But no one ever takes a fucking camera shot of the Batman. Come like, on, man. I don't, know, I don't know. I feel like you need to add those little, like, those little touches make the movie seem real realistic. Like, yeah. this actually happens. This yeah. is what life is like. And, I don't know, I those little touches, I think, mean a lot. I feel like, especially on the car chase, which was a lot of fun, by the way. The car chase, I really like, with the penguin takes off and the Batmobile comes out. Uh-huh. I got very excited about the Batmobile. Do you like the Batmobile? No, it's like a fucking big muscle car, dude. Yeah, it was okay. Come on. Is your car better than the Batmobile? No. Exactly. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, it was okay. Which Batmobile you like best? I wish. And I know this is another thing because it's just iconic. Just be the muscle car. It didn't need that fucking jetpack fire thing behind it like it could just be a souped up muscle car and just leave it at that it doesn't have to be more but i think, I think that may be the problem of the movie is they kept like okay we got this it's pretty good but what if we add a little more and they wrecked it like it could just be a souped up muscle car and he still would have caught the fucking penguin. But I think that's what it was, dude. I don't think it was that much more. It has a giant fucking fire engine in the back because I think it's a very heavy muscle car and he has to go. Listen, <laughs> I've never seen a car with a jetpack in the back that shoots fire when it starts up. Especially when the engine is in the front of the car. So... <laughs> that, I think that's my issue with it Okay, well, I, I really fucking like the Batmobile I really liked it I thought that was a great scene But to your point There should have been at least In the in the other Batman movie In the one that the Christian Bell one And I'm, I'm sorry I keep going back to compare But that's all you can do You should be sorry That's all you can do There's a scene where they show the helicopter The police is showing the video not the police, the news is showing the video of the of the bat tank jumping from fucking roof to roof, right? Or something uh-huh. like that. I don't remember very well. But at least in that scene where he's going through the highway filled with cars, you don't think somebody would have been like, holy shit, shit. <laughs> it's, it's time to record this fucking souped up car with a fire engine in the back. You know, that's, that's a good point, is that there's not a lot of levity in the in the movie mm-hmm. like i think there's no jokes there's no there's no like silly character like mm-hmm. even just the like it's so serious for three hours mm-hmm. I, I think it was a lot i'm like all right i'm just i'm just happy this shit's over like it was stressing me out this movie is so fucking serious <laughs> like it's batman you can't like even the riddler like i, I don't know i felt like a little levity probably would help this movie flow a little better. It might not have felt three hours if you were laughing a little. And bit. you have Catwoman, who obviously is very feisty. Why isn't she being funny? You know what I mean? Yeah. The Penguin. Like they could be witty. The Penguin had a few. La- I got a few laughs. The, the penguin, penguin was the only one who was funny. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, Gordon, there was like a few times with Gordon where he was like, what the hell? But he kind of felt flat because the movie's, like you're saying, so serious. It's so serious. Like, I didn't buy him as a, as a jovial, jovial character. <laughs> Fuck. So, but I have to say, for the amount of comic book movies that are out there, this is a flavor that they're doing for the first time. So I'm giving them the, the benefit of the doubt that they're going to get it better by the next one. See, I... And what bothers me, I think, is they did it for a paycheck. If they would have just went the extra step and made this an R-rated movie, yeah, I think it would have been fucking fantastic. Yeah, because uh, I think I was, I was kind of excited for because as DC, I was like, I just watched fucking Peacemaker, and it was glorious. It was like the, it was like the opposite of watching Marvel. Like a Marvel thing seemed like a kid superhero movie, and Peacemaker felt like it was made for adults. Yeah, yeah. So as an adult, I liked something that was made for adults. Right, right. So I, I was hoping that they would do that. And once I saw it was PG thirteen, I was like, oh, they're probably not going to go there. Uh, and at the end of the day, it's about making money, so they made it PG thirteen so right. more people could see it. Right. Uh, but I think if they would have made an R rated Batman. Uh, and that it would have took the case. And Deadpool shows that you can make an R-rated comic book movie and take all the fucking money in the world. Yeah, I, I think that I wish they would have made. I wish they would have went to extra staff and made it. Absolutely, an R. and I think this movie had if a, any comic book movie has all of the makings to make it rated R, this would have been it, right? Like this yeah, is it. yeah, yeah. Like you're absolutely. You're gonna right. make a dark, a dark Batman. Do a fucking dark Batman. Right. Don't don't do don't 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 just put the head in. Just fucking full, yeah, full throttle. All the way. Full throttle. <laughs> Just all the way in. Let me, let me feel. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Well, uh, I think we should. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> At that point, I think we move on to the rating. Yes. Wait. So be, six, before though. we go into the ratings, hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. I think we should do two ratings. Two ratings? Oh, shit. We should do our proper rating, and we should do a rating compared to all the other movies. I don't have to mention every movie, but, like, let's say it's better than in what is worse than this Batman and that Batman, so that we can at least place it in all the Batman. I guess. I, I didn't prepare for that shit. You watch all the Batman movies. Yeah, once, like, years ago. Ah, oh, shut up. We'll go with your feeling. It's about feeling. Anyways... How many toasts do you give the Batman? All right, so we do a rating scale from zero toes being the absolute worst, six toes being the absolute best. Yes. Um, this movie, I think I'm at two and a half toes. Wow, that's low, low. It's 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 too long for what it is. I feel like it doesn't have a proper identity. Um. And like I said before, I think they played it safe. Uh, to me, there's a lot of missed opportunity there. Okay. And all the things we said with the lack of character development and all this other nonsense, uh, two and a half toes. Well, I hope, I, I, I realize now as we're speaking that I, I talked a lot about the bad things that I didn't like about this movie. But I have to say that I really like this movie. It is really the kind of Batman that I wish every other Batman movie had ever been, except for the 66 Batman. And maybe not the Christian Nolan Batmans. Those are good. But as far as everything else, 
this is the Batman that I've always wanted. Should I be, would I be happy with a TV show? Yes, but that's not what we're here. But out of six toes, I give this movie, you're going to hate me. I'm going to give this movie four and a half toes. All right, four and a half toes is respectable. I was, I was going to say five <laughs> that you were going to, like, if I was going to guess your guess, I would have said five toes. Four and a half because there is room for improvement. Yes, it should have been rated R. And I think it would have gotten away with being one of the best comic book movies if it had gone all the way. And show me the Riddler fucking killing motherfuckers and show me why he's crazy. Paul Dano, yeah. Paul Dano, once he took the mask off, the worst thing about this movie. I fucking oh, yeah. hated him. He was too over the top. He was too much. And like I said, I think he was trying to be as creepy as Kevin Spacey in Seven. But Kevin Spacey in Seven is soft-spoken and creepy because yeah, he's, he's an understated calculated. crazy. Yeah, and that's yeah. so much more scarier than. <laughs> no, under like if he would have just sat there and looked at him with that smile, creepy smile, and been like, "I think you know why I did this." I think he would have yeah. gone like, or would have been like, "Oh shit, I don't like this guy. <laughs> Get me out of this room." <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's that's a that's. That's the nail on the coffin right there. That's exactly how it should have been. Yeah. Um, so four and a half. Uh, now, rated between other Batmans by feeling. Like other Batman movies that you like more, some that you... Well, my favorite Batman is always going to be Michael Keaton. It's just when I grew Boo. up watching Michael Keaton. Like, Boo. that was my favorite Batman. All these other Batmans since then... I just I imitating. Like... So one the real Batman, please stand up. Please stand up. No, it's just, they all have the same problem. They all want to be this dark, you know, deep thing, but they all do it PG-13, so it never gets there. Right. All of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They all, they all play to the younger audience. Um, and to me, if I'm going to play to the younger audience, I'm going to watch the Batman I watched as a kid. Okay. So it's below Batman 89, but above every other Batman. That's what you're saying? Uh, I guess. Really? So you like it more than the Christian Nolan Batmans and all those? Eh, it's... I could probably give or take any of them. Like, none of them really stand out. So it just falls with the rest, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's not worse than all the Batmans, but it's not much better than all the other Batmans. Okay. I think, so from my perspective as a gigantic Batman fan, I wish I could show everybody, but I can't, that I have three collections of Batman movies. I have the Batman TV show from the 60s. I have both the animated series I have. I think we all I think we all believe you. Yeah. So so I we'll, we'll take your word on that. I one. am a gigantic Batman fan. I'm a big fan of Batman. And for me the best Batman to date, the one that's most like the comic book is Batman 66 with Adam West. Not because that's the Batman that we wanted, but that's what Batman exactly was in 1966. That's exactly what the Joker was in 66. It was all campy. It was all funny. It was all cutesy. It was all colorful. That's the most perfectly made Batman as far as I'm concerned. Um, But I have to say that The Dark Knight is probably the best Batman movie. Um, As a movie. And I think that 
after that one, I will put this one. Just for my personal preference of flavor. Yes, I wish it would have been all the way to rated R. But it's probably the second best Batman for me personally. I might change my mind once I see it again. So don't hold me to that. That's just right now. I'm hold you to it. No. It's been recorded and it'll be archived. Hold on, hold on. In the podcast let me, world. Let me think about this then. Archived. Let me think about it. It already happened. No, it already happened. All right, it's the third best. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Falling already. It's Falling already. <laughs> it might be the second to last by the time we're done. So yeah. let me leave it there. No, it's the fifth best Batman. <laughs> it's really, look, for me, it's above Batman 89 because I don't like that movie uh, and none of the sequels that he had. And it's below Batman 66 and it's below um, The Dark Knight. So that's where it falls. Um, we have. Have you been watching? I mean, you already said you watched Peacemaker. That was incredible. Peacemaker is probably the one of the best superhero movies slash series I've ever seen. It's so fucking good. It's it's it it's it respects its audience. Yeah, it's like we're making this for adults. It's gonna have adult humor. It's gonna be. I feel like it was. I mean, it can only be as realistic to a point, but, like, John Cena was, like, this big, silly kid, and, like, that's how I feel an adult male who dressed in a costume would, would act. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially when your father is a piece of shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course he's just talking about sex and jerking off and smoking weed. Like, what else is he going to do? And, granted, it's in a universe where somebody like Superman and Batman exist. So, yes, that person will be that, right? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, exactly. I feel like that's, I felt that that was what would happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I love that show. I am not, I don't know Peacemaker. I never read a comic book for Peacemaker. Yeah, I never knew what he was a character until. Yeah, so I mean. Until Suicide Squad. I think I have, I think I have a Suicide Squad book somewhere that I read at some point. So I might have heard of the Peacemaker at some point. But the point is that it was a blank slate for a lot of people that character yeah. so it was perfect to make whatever you want that's I think the problem Batman has that it's not a blank yes. slate it's, you, exactly. you have to follow certain rules I say I think take, someone needs to take a chance and not follow the fucking Batman rules if you're gonna make a new Batman every fucking year with a different person someone's gotta be like go crazy fuck fudge right we're gonna make we're gonna go all the way out of the box Yeah. and if no one likes it then we'll go back inside the box for the next one. Yeah, right. And you fire me anyways, but the movie's made. This is the movie you're getting. The movie's made. That's like, these movies probably cost so much to fucking make that they're not, the studios aren't willing to take that shot. No. Like, this is a guaranteed payday. But, I mean, it, there is this, this is the thing. I don't think that movie was that expensive. I mean, if it was expensive, it was in star power, right? No, but I mean, all these special effects and all that stuff, but it's a guaranteed paycheck. Yeah. They're guaranteed me to make hundreds of millions of dollars right. by making this the iconic Batman. But what I'm saying is, if this movie compare this movie shows you that you can go even cheaper with the Batman, right? Like, you spend a lot of mo- money in the suit and the car, and you get people that are semi-stars that can actually do the job. Like, I don't need a, a fucking... Vampire Diaries, Robert Patterson. You could have had anybody in the world and you can make a Batman 
that is absolutely rated R because it could be that cheap. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm getting at? Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and and you could get away with that without having to be afraid of what you're going to lose because you make it for $50 million. That's, yeah, uh, that's, we need a studio with some guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, I just watched Reacher, which was a lot of fun. It is very stupid. Big guy comes into a town, punches everybody in the fucking throat, and then leaves the town. Uh, See ya. yeah, and it was a lot of fun to watch. I don't, it's not smart. It's not, it's not a lot to think about. It's just consumption television, right? You hit play, you let it play. And then you're like, you know what? I enjoyed that. Let's watch another episode. You know what I mean? Like, there's no like, what? Oh, I'm disappointed because the criminal. No, 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 no. It's just, look, this guy came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And he's all out of bubble gum. <laughs> Kicking ass. That's all that's left. Uh, two, two series that I want to see that I haven't started yet. The Adam Scott's HBO Max, I believe it is. It's Severance, where uh, you go to work and you can't think about anything outside of work. And when you leave work, you can't think about anything inside of work. Uh, it's like a science fiction like craziness. It looks really good. And there's a Lakers series by Adam McKay. That I really want to watch. That came out, I think, last week. Beautiful. But next week. Oh, 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 oh. And this is going to happen, people. I'm guaranteeing a show next week. Yes. (laughs) It's our Super Bowl. Yes. It's our biggest show of the year. Yes. We put 95% of our budget into Into this show. show. It is our big 2022 Oscar special. The Oscar special. And this is our fifth year doing an Oscar special. Mm -hmm. And in the last four years, we have accurately predicted best movie every Every single year. year. Without fail. Without fail. We're four for four. (laughs) Yes. Even when we're five for five, you need to say we're four for for four plus one more. Plus one. We're four plus four minus four. <laughs> plus four. Plus one. Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure a way to say four more often. Um, but if you're doing an Oscar pool, this is the podcast to listen That's to. That's right. Because we're always right. Always right. Uh, come check us out. Thank you for stopping by and listening to us. San Diego. And the rest of the United States. Uh, but, but mostly San Diego. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, <laughs> especially when you stop by to listen to two friends. So bad, and a movie. Just cute this song. <laughs> two friends in a movie. Oh, no. Two friends in a movie. Oh. Two friends in a movie. 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 in the movie.